to Affirming Truths. I'm your friend and host, Carla Arges. This show is a safe place to share our struggles, grow in faith, and root our identity in Christ. My hope is that you will leave each episode feeling encouraged in your journey. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review. I am so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey friends, it's Carla here, and we are going to talk about something today that is going to challenge a lot of you. I hope you're here to be challenged, right, and love, because we are going to talk about people pleasing, and I know many of you suffer from this. I have been talking to so many of you, and what I'm hearing time and time again is that you guys have this fear of letting people down. You have fear of saying no. You have fear of people not liking you. And you're just wanting to say yes to everything. You're saying yes to things that don't necessarily align to your life, to your family. But this need to please people is driving you. And you know where it's driving you to? Burnout and disillusionment and discontentment and resentment. And it's driving you to all these places that stop you from actually living in your anointing, doing the things that God wants you to do, right? Not what other people want you to do. So we are going to tackle people-pleasing because at the root of it, that fear, it actually causes us to sin. And we don't often associate people-pleasing with sin, but God always looks at the heart. So let's get into it. So people-pleasing really is this transition from parent-pleasing to people-pleasing. And it often stems from households um, and childhood experiences where in order to feel love and accepted by your parents, in order to avoid hard conflicts and, and difficult emotions, you learn that at all costs, you must keep your parents happy, right? And yes, every normal child wants to please their parents, but I'm talking about going beyond where there was a fear in not pleasing your parents, where maybe love was withheld from you, or maybe there was guilt and manipulation, and maybe you were just taught like you fall in line no matter what, and you weren't allowed to have your own voice, and you weren't allowed to have your needs met in it, in it, before your parents' needs. And this has created this inability to feel safe in creating and maintaining certain boundaries in your adult life. Does any of this ring true to you? I know that my husband is a recovering people pleaser and he's still in recovery because it was so deeply rooted in him. And the traces of where this began really started in his childhood. He had to, at all costs, keep his mom happy um, because there was uh, guilt and a withholding of love that would happen whenever 
he didn't do things the way she wanted them done or to her liking or when she wasn't put first, right? And this shaped the way he engaged with people going forward. And it has had detrimental effects on his life from burnout, overwork, overextending, not working towards his goals and his values, um, marital, marital conflict. Like we have had issues about this, right? Him saying yes to everything else, sacrificing family in order to please others. Um, instances of like not telling the truth to his mom to avoid displeasing her. And we had to have big conversations about trust and honesty. And it just drove behaviors that really didn't align to God's best for him and what God was calling him out to do and who God was calling him out to be. And I think if you're honest with yourself, you probably can see a little bit of yourself in Terry's story that way. You know, people pleasers tend to have low self-esteem, which by the way, friends, is not humility. Being humble does not mean not liking yourself or not seeing yourself as valuable. Um, People pleasers have this need for others to like them. It's hard for you to say no. Maybe you apologize and accept blame for things that really aren't your fault. Um, You're quick to agree even when you don't. You struggle with being your authentic self out of fear of rejection. You're always busy because you're never saying no. Busy to the point of burnout and you really fear conflict. Do you see yourself in any of that description? Ultimately, people-pleasing is trying to earn love, and it's chasing after the acceptance of man instead of chasing after the acceptance of Christ. And I know that a lot of people-pleasers try to justify what they're doing by saying, well, we're supposed to love our neighbors. We're supposed to be self-sacrificing. We're supposed to take up our cross and love on others. And I would say, yes, according to God's will and a heart that's doing it for God's glory, not a heart that's seeking approval and acceptance from man, right? God goes beyond our behaviors and looks at the heart. What is the heart? People pleasing is beyond simple kindness. Like I said, it's trying to earn love. It's trying to be liked and it's trying to avoid upsetting man. Listen, if we look at the example of Jesus in the early church, you do not see a bunch of people pleasers. Can I tell you if Jesus was a people pleaser, he wouldn't have been nailed to that cross. Jesus came, yes, in love to the suffering with a heart of compassion, but he did not get off script according to the the purpose that God had for him. God had a purpose for his life to disrupt the system of self-righteousness, to break the hold of sin and death over our lives. And Jesus stayed true to that mission and that calling to please his father, even though that meant upsetting the Pharisees and getting Rome against him and going to the cross. 
Jesus was not a people pleaser. He was a table flipper, right? That's who Jesus was. Look at the early church and the disciples. They weren't people pleasers. They were constantly beaten and persecuted and jailed, ultimately martyred many of them for their testimony of faith, for living according to what was pleasing to their father. They were not people pleasers. They were seeking to give God the glory. Their heart attitude was to seek after Jesus's will and live it out, right? Yes, Jesus is peace, but that peace comes through the truth and the truth is offensive to some people. And listen, let's just be real. Not everyone is your cup of tea, right? So you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea either. And guess what, friend? That's okay. If you are authentically being who God is asking you to be, and you are doing what God is asking you to do, you can survive people not liking you. I know that's scary. I know that's scary. I feel that way too. I'm, I'm out on social media. And I'm trying to be who God has asked me to be. And there are people that don't like me. (laughs) That is hard. But I am comforted in knowing that what I'm doing aligns to what God has asked me to do. You know, in Galatians 1.10, it says, for I am now seeking the, I am not seeking the approval of man. Who am I trying to please, man? If I were still trying to please man, I wouldn't be a servant of Christ. Ouch. If I was trying to please man, I wouldn't be a servant of Christ. That's pretty straightforward, right? That's pretty clear. If we are chasing man's approval, we are not in service to our Lord and Savior. In Colossians 3, 23, it says, whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for man. See, this is where God looks at the heart. The heart of a people pleaser is not working heartily for the Lord. The heart of a people pleaser is working for the acceptance of man. This is where God looks at your heart. And God is calling you out of that trap. God is calling you out of that bondage. And God is calling you into freedom and living for him. So how how do you get over people pleasing? Well, first and foremost, you take it to God. You take it to God. You ask God to heal you of this need for people pleasing. You ask God to forgive you for chasing after men's approval instead of his. And you ask God to reveal to you his will and his longing for your life. Then you root your identity in Christ. Can I tell you, if you are sure, if you know that you know that you know who you are in Christ, you do not need the acceptance of other people because you are, you know that you're accepted by your heavenly father. When you know that Christ accepts you, when you know that Christ has made you in a certain way and called you to certain things, there is confidence in that, not because of who I am, but because of who Christ is in me. 
when you know that you know that you know who you are, you will not be shaken so easily by the opinions of others. Next, you got to take account of your values and your dreams and your goals according to where God's calling you. What anointing does he have over your life as a mother? Where is he calling you to use your gifts in business or homeschooling? What is God saying for you to do to support your church, right? What are the values, dreams, goals that God has for you according to his will? You got to take account of those. And then you need to learn to set up boundaries. Is what I'm being asked of by someone else align to where God has asked me to go? Because oftentimes what people are asking us of is not bad things, but they take our resources, they take our time, they take our energy, they take our focus. And every time it takes some of that, that means there's nothing left for something else. Are you making the right trade-offs? Is what, if being, is what that's being asked of you align to where God's calling you? Do you have the time and energy to put towards it? Do you actually want to do it or do you secretly hold a grudge when doing it? Right? Remember, God looks at the heart. This is how you learn to get over people pleasing. Take it to God. Root your identity in Christ. Get crystal clear on your values and your goals according to where God's calling you and set up boundaries that protect those values and goals that God is calling you into. I know the learning to set up boundaries is hard. There's an episode on it in season one, and we'll probably talk about it again in the future because this is so important for so many of us to get. But how do you know which are the right boundaries to set up? This is where you got to do the work in going to God and understanding who you are in him and, and, and looking at where he's calling you, assessing your values. If you say your values are your family and they're number one, does what you say yes to reflect that? Or is your family being robbed of your time and your energy and your mood and your patience because you're so run down saying yes to everything else? That may sting some of you. There may be some truth in that for some of you. But this is meant to challenge you so that you could live a life more fulfilled according to what God has for you. And that's what we want. So your affirming truth for today is, I will seek God's will and live a life pleasing to him. And we read in Proverbs 29, 25, the fear of man bringeth a snare, but whoso put his trust in the Lord shall be safe. A snare is a trap. It's actually like a noose used to trap birds and animals. Going after man's approval is a trap. It will strangle you and it will keep you from living God's will and purpose for your life. We're not going to do that anymore, friend, right? No, we're not. We are going to seek God's will and live a life pleasing to him. I'll see you next time. Before you go, did you know that I offer one-on-one mentorship? 
If you are feeling stuck in the cycle of negative self-talk, if you are having trouble replacing the lies with truth, if you need support in building mental resiliency and really growing in confidence in God and your gifting, I want you to send me an email and see if a one-on-one mentorship session is right for you. Be blessed. Thanks for joining me today. I hope we're already friends on social media, but if we're not, come find me on Instagram at Carla Arges or at Affirming Truth. Can't wait to see you back here next week. Bye, friends.